Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Uh, episode seven of season two of Manly Musings podcast. Tonight, we, um, we're going to fly by the seat of our pants a little bit. So we were <laughs> going to have a wrestling episode. We're going to have Leland. We're going to have Joe Mack. We're going to have Cyrus. Well, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube and your earballs are hearing the lovely voice of Cyrus, he was able to join <laughs> us. Joe Mack was taking care of his little new puppy. Uh, Leland had some family things come up. So we wish him the best with those. Uh, those things going on with his life we're here for you buddy no matter what um but we were going to talk wrestling we're not going to talk wrestling right now we're going to save that for another time so we're just going to have a hell of a time tonight we might be on for 30 minutes we might be on for 40 minutes we might be on for two hours i have no idea cyrus is here we'll probably talk basketball we'll probably talk definitely touching on the world cup if you guys have watched any of it um, I want to talk about Kyrie Irving because he's the most hated man in the NBA as he should be. Um, and I think, I think what we should really do tonight is we have two upcoming episodes of we out here between the three of us. I want to talk about that stuff. I think that's going to be, we, Kevin, we got like 10 days. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm excited. And then I have another like 30 days until I do one with Cyrus. And then Cyrus we, will be his, have his debut. And then you have another 30 days after that for the hockey one. I'm very excited for that one. I will I'm, say I'm very excited for that hockey one. That will be so much fun. I'm actually waiting on my hockey jersey to come in. I messaged the kid, um, I think a couple days ago, and he's like, everything got held up because of the storm in Buffalo. So apparently all his stuff came from Canada, but he was like unboxing some of this stuff today on live on Instagram. Ooh, baby. Was one of you, what was one of them yours? No, no, not yet. There's, they're all coming in this week. So I should have my Jersey by the beginning of December. Do and not you, worry. And when you got I, the, the, you got Islanders. the Islanders uh, reverse retro one, right? Yeah, the all blue jersey with the blue fisherman on. Oh my god, I cannot wait for that jersey. I was thinking about just buying one so I can match with you. Do it, <laughs> do it. We'll walk around like looking like all the Fake other Islander fans. fans. I love it. I'm okay with it. I yeah. You know the funny thing? I've never been a jersey guy. Like like, like I have a couple of jerseys. And I do have to actually upgrade my my 49 jersey because the ones I have are not the company that I was I was with was Kev, which make a better brand jersey than the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, which are you was talking the, about? You have like Reebok jerseys and not yeah, Nike I didn't want to see the name. Come on, man, I didn't. Wanna it's see okay. It, but... Hey, you know what? It's okay. The Reebok mm-hmm. jerseys when we were little kids, those things were dope because I, you could destroy I, them. And you did yeah, not care. Yeah, but I have a Jerry Rice one. My wife got me when I first started dating the white one. Mm. Which is now again getting a white jersey is like a rare thing. You don't normally get a white jersey for the sheer reason of you don't want to like get, get it dirty, dirty or anything on it. So I know I have to upgrade at least two because I want a Jerry Rice jersey. I want a white one. I'm toying with getting the kettle with getting the kettle jersey. I, I was supposed, yeah, said always, yeah, no, yeah. Yes. I was supposed to get. I was supposed to get a um. My my best friend got married. He was going to get he got a hookup. He was going to get a uh, Joe Montana jersey for me, oh. but that fell through. But so I mean, it's like four jerseys I want to get: Ronnie Lott, uh, Jerry Rice, 
Ryan like Jerry Rice, um, Joe Montana, and possibly Steve Younger kept. Like I, I want to get four. I know I'm not going to wear them, but I want to get four, and I'm probably just get rid of the other two. Other, I mean, I think I'd throw Owens jersey too, but you know, that's a classic jersey. T.O. Yeah. I mean, To is still the goat. I think I saw a highlight where he was at <laughs> one of Deion Sanders' like, uh, like camp for his like college kids mm-hmm. and he just schooled like the starting defensive back incredible cyrus you're very lucky you don't have instagram this picture kevin <laughs> <laughs> i'm like hey kevin's like mm. and you cyrus down here like got his hands move. across like this like what <laughs> god these are always the worst pictures no ever. last week i got a good photo of you it, even though it, you were feeling like shit until I went and threw up for like ten minutes, like I I seen that. What was going on there? That uh, I had the stomach bug. Ooh. So we went to West Virginia uh, okay. like the last weekend, right. not this past one, but the one before, and we stayed with our friends who told us their daughter had gotten sick at daycare. Mm-hmm. So we, I'm thinking we may have potentially gotten whatever happened. Okay there um just her daughter had the stomach bug or something and Mm. my wife had it Uh, she got it sunday night like early monday morning (laughs) and then she was all curled up on the couch all monday monday we recorded i felt straight up i felt great monday i went to the gym i did my normal routine i worked and then around eight o'clock ish 7 30 ish my stomach just dropped and i went oh no oh no so i'm like talking to kevin alarm going i might have to excuse myself <laughs> yeah that happened a couple of times but kevin held forth and it did a good job with everything it was a very well done episode i have to I say. seen that I, I was just wondering i just like you, you popped off a couple times I was like okay all right well yeah i'm not gonna lie that was probably one of our fastest episodes we ever did. <laughs> it was. And I feel bad because like there was things I want to ask, but I also didn't know if I could talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a moment if you <laughs> like, hey, I got to hold on. And then I'm like, all right, well, we'll come back to him. But, all of a sudden, yeah. I just grabbed the trash can underneath my desk. <laughs> my gosh. Oh but yeah, that, we had a, we had a good time last week. It was like our little break, uh, break from the sports side for a little bit, and just to give our viewers and listeners something a little bit different, uh, which I thought was really fun. I had a good I had a good time when I listened to it back. I had a good time. It was it was fun. Oh yeah, I liked it. It was uh definitely a good one. Um, all right, so let's talk about the biggest thing in the world that's going on at this point in time. Um, probably this is all gonna be the weekly sports update episode and we're all just going to talk over each other and yell Sounds and good. probably scream. Maybe. I don't know. We <laughs> might, that, that might happen. Um, yeah. But the world cup it's going on in Qatar or Qatar. I've, I've heard it be called like both. Yeah. It's, that's crazy. I don't know. It's something. So if you don't know what's going on in Qatar and you've never heard of this, country smaller than the state of connecticut um first off it's smaller than connecticut that's interesting um secondly they built this all up in six years 
and have lost, I think they said like hundreds of thousands of people because of the heat that's in Qatar during the summer. That's why the World Cup right now is being played during the winter. I don't, I'm not complaining because it's cool to still watch during this, at this time of year. But if they played in the summer, they wouldn't be able to touch the field. Yeah. And anyone that has a media pass, anyone that has credentialing, anything like that is getting stopped by security. The security guards are not allowing them to do anything. They're not doing their job, letting them do their jobs. Plus, they are very much against people that are, you know, out. I don't want to say this in the wrong pretext that are gay, lesbian, transsexual. They don't, they yeah. do not agree with that type of mentality. Right. They're not open-minded. Like I would say 70% of the world at this right. point. Um, They kind of live back in olden times. Right. A USA report soccer reporter mm-hmm. was detained before the start of the U S soccer game the other uh, yesterday because he had a soccer shirt and had a soccer ball, right? Mm-hmm. And it just had a rainbow around it. There's no political side to it. He just wore it because he liked the shirt. Well, they took it as a political sign. And security stopped them, stopped this guy and said, you have to take that shirt off. You cannot wear that. It is a, it's a political view that we do not agree with. So you cannot have that on. And the guy's like, I'm wearing this because I'm wearing it. You are not stopping me. So they had they detained him for 30 minutes and then they came out and they actually had like another security guy come and get him and be like, no, they're they are allowed to wear this stuff. Mm. They're not protesting, they're not saying anything. Right. It's different if like Kane or the guys from the US wore the you know all the armbands, mm-hmm. the captain's armbands that are right. supposed to be the flower of the uh rainbow. That's different. They're giving them out yellow cards or potential arrests for that so that's the downside of Qatar <laughs> thoughts <laughs> like, holy crap I, you know what I heard I, I was there was a I was watching ESPN I think Taylor to I can't remember his last Taylor something to, well it starts with a T um he was sort of talking about this and he was like this is how corrupt FIFA is and he's like you would think that it, you know, you would think that FIFA wouldn't. They think he's saying FIFA is not is not as bad as the IOC, which is the uh, the uh, the Olympic big one. Yeah, yeah, the oh, Olympic I... committee is a lot worse. He said, but FIFA is like, you just don't know how how Qatar got <laughs> how Qatar got a chance to get this. Even um, the the former FIFA president said this was the wrong thing to do. Yeah, and he was the one that gave it to him. And he said, they said that he gave France, he gave, they gave France, France actually turned, they actually turned people's votes. They repeat, there were votes that were in, they turned the votes. And what they did was they sort of said something, they did something with France, something about buying something or buying some merchandise or something like that from, from France in order to turn the vote around. I'm like, how do you allow this to happen? Like, I mean, listen, I get it. You might not want, you want to have, you want to go to different countries and that's the way it's always been. And it's been like that for over a hundred years. I get that, right? Nobody's saying that that's not wrong. But at some point in time, you got to come, 
in the world, we have to sort of come to a realization like, yes, maybe having it in New Zealand is the place to have it. Maybe having it in the U.S. is the place to have it. Maybe having a place where it's culturally, Acceptable. I guess, diverse. Yes, yeah. is 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 a is the right thing to do. You can't have it in these third world countries that don't really want to conform to it. Don't want don't want the people in. You're grabbing people in from all over the place to come watch these from Europe, Asia, U.S., wherever to come watch these games, and you can't have this type of. I, I guess, like I said, I'm trying to say it to sound nice, but like you just don't want to have that type of feel coming into your country. Like you don't, you want people to come into your country. This is the whole point of having here, so you can get people to come into your country. Well, just, yeah, because um, I feel like I keep it from everybody that talks about this World Cup that like this was like out of all places to have it, you decide to have it in Qatar. It's like a, a country, and it, from what I understand, they spent like hundreds and millions of dollars to try and support this world cup and like i believe the, the country it, isn't the like infrastructure wasn't even done like the roads to the stadiums weren't done until like two weeks prior to everything happening. no they, they didn't even set up they said there was supposed to be like some sort of carnival like interactive thing they yeah. said it, it's basically it's basically two two cots two cots in a, in a net it's it. fry it's fire fest or whatever it was all over yeah, again fire. yeah Damn it! Freaking jaw rule. <laughs> but yeah, so it's so it's just like I I hear from a lot of like people that like like soccer, and they're like, it's so bizarre to have the World Cup in Qatar, just from the fact that a country like that couldn't support uh such an event that's so big, and that you know like for example right now we are currently in the middle of like Premier League season, so you're pulling a bunch of these star players away from their main teams where they make their main money to come to the World Cup because it don't, it, it's only every four years. So yeah. the fact that they decided to have it in Qatar is just a bizarre decision, uh, and we'll see what happens at the end of it. But, you know, World Cup coming in the next four years is going to be coming to America, which is going to be super, super so exciting. I so going to some games. And for us in the area, the final game – is supposed to be at MetLife Stadium, which is, is going to be yeah. The final games are going to be held at MetLife Stadium. So wow, so Mary, maybe, really maybe, maybe Mary, if we know somebody that works there, maybe we could find a way to get tickets or get in. Maybe man. he needs maybe. to stay there for the next five maybe. years. Maybe I wonder who that is. I don't know. I mean, I know. I, know. I you know. I wonder who that is too. Me too. That person's been there for like the last I, ten I years and yeah, hasn't you know, been able to get any tickets. Yeah, maybe three or four. That wouldn't hurt nobody. Oh, yeah, I think he'd be fine. Yeah. I think you could finagle something. Yeah. Uh, email him. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll definitely do that. We'll yeah. definitely do that. Um, yeah. No, I seriously cannot wait for that to be here. I've already talked to my buddy Jeff, who's been on the podcast, and a couple other friends. We are going to Gillette Stadium, going to go to MetLife. We'll probably go to um, whatever the stadium is where the Eagles play, because that's where those – Lincoln Financial. Lincoln yeah, Financial. No, those, those are the yeah, three closest to us. Yeah, well, those are the, those are the three largest ones in the area. Link, the Link, Giant Stadium, or whatever they MetLife, yeah, and and Gillette. Um, and Gillette is the three largest because they all actually have actually had um like the friendly soccer games there. Yeah, they can. They've yeah, they've all had friendlies there. They've all and 
US or the Gillette actually has the revolution play there. So they have an MLS team that plays yeah. in that area. So plus your infrastructure is the only thing that Gillette needs to do is figure out the roads. Because <laughs> if <laughs> you have been to Foxborough, Massachusetts, going to a game there sucks. Mainly because of parking and the roads. So the roads, it's a four-lane highway with a big old barricade in the middle. So it's two lanes on each side, and that's it. And that's all you have for miles. It is not fun. So I think they'll get that figured out. Cyrus, are you still there? You're frozen on our end. Uh-oh. Kevin, I think we lost him. Oh, oh no, th- He's moving. Woo! Cyrus, can you hear us? No, yeah. There you uh, go. There you all right, go. cool, you're cool. Good. You're good, so you're good. Cyrus you're good. has a technical difficulty tonight. Thank God. Uh, not me or Kevin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're better now. I don't know why that happened. That was weird. It's all but, good. But so, let's see what happened. The, England has destroyed uh, Iran 6-2. to two. The, You missed today. Today is the biggest I'm getting one. There. I'm getting there. I'll let you get there. I'll, I'll get, there. You get there. You, you know what, Kevin? When we get there... I'm gonna throw that ball over. I'm gonna kick the ball over to you or volley it over to you. Okay, you gotta well, head no, it. No, no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta free kick it to me. Well, I'll volley it. Do you not know what a volley is? Is that a thing in soccer? Yes, yes. A volley is just like a, a oh, high arching guys. pass. Like All right, a go nice, ahead. easy high arching pass. Follow me, and I'll hit it with my bald head. I don't know which will be the ball, your head, which one is which, because exactly. it's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> um, so, no. Um, then the U.S. played. The first half was phenomenal. They looked great, unstoppable, scored their lone goal. First goal they've scored in a World Cup in eight years. First first time in a long time. Then they come out against the, the Welch in the second half. And or Wales, sorry, they played Wales. Um, and they decide to basically play for the tie. How I watched it, and now I'm a normal, I'm just a spectator. From what I've heard, it's they still fought, and yes, you could see it, they were still fighting, but it just felt like they stepped off the gas instead of just like pressing down and just going full throttle and going through the team, they stopped. So they ended up tying one one. Um, which is fine. We got a point out of it. Problem is, in three days' time, we just we're going to play the team that has scored the most goals so far in this World Cup, England, and they look nasty. Um, but like Kevin kind of quickly mentioned, the biggest surprise, and I'm going to volley this right over to him right now. He's going to throw this, head, head this right into the net. So let's see what he's got. I really hope I don't miss. But the biggest that I've heard today is the favorite of Argentina with all those stars got upset by Saudi Arabia. Yep. I was out to actually out to lunch with my parents and we're like, holy shit, that just happened. Well, it so, happened at like five o'clock this morning. Well, we saw the highlights. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh shit, Saudi Arabia just just beat Argentina. That is crazy." So that was a hell of a. 
I saw the goal on on the highlights, and I'm like, wow, that's a hell, that's crazy that Argentina just lost like that. Because now they're gonna they gonna have their work cut out for them. Because now they're gonna have to at least win two out of the three. The, the is next it, is two. it is it double elimination or is it single this time? Single elimination. So single elimination. so basically, it's group play right now. Right. So we have yeah. a t- thirty. It's thirty-two teams right now, right? And the top two from each group, group move on. Right now, Argentina is sitting at the bottom because um, Mexico and Poland tied, yeah, zero-zero. So they got a point. On Saudi Arabia has three points. Argentina's got none. Argentina needs to win. Now, th- does it matter if they win big how many points they get, or did they, they just does it they just gotta win? They just have to win. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter if like I you know, England scored six goals, which is great. But the only way that would matter is like say there's like a three way tie, which basically would be almost impossible unless you tied every game. Right. Then they would look at the point differentials. Um, how many points okay. did you score, how many points you give up, and whatever is the difference. All right, that um, makes sense. But yeah, that was the biggest surprise. France destroyed Austria, uh, Australia this afternoon. And then tomorrow, I think... Oh, tomorrow I'm actually waking up at 4.30 in the morning and driving to my buddy's house to watch a soccer game. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch Wait. Croatia. Because <laughs> he's Croatian. So oh, I told him I'd go watch the game with him. And then I'll go to the gym. I'll do my normal routine. There you go. And then go to work. 5 a.m. Shout out to the dedication. I love it. Dude, I'm a, I've texted him so many times and be like, I, I'm confirming you are going to be up. He's like, Yep, I'll be up. Like, okay. Because I'm not driving 20 minutes to your house <laughs> to try to get in your house and you not be awake. <laughs> nah, I don't blame you. Because then I'll be mad. What's it called? So what's the record of US? It's just they have a tie, right? Yeah, they're Zero zero one. Okay, because I don't know why. Whatever website this is totally has them have like one loss, which doesn't make any damn sense. No, they didn't lose. Because so, because their next game is, I'm assuming, is this Friday against England, right? Yep, at two p.m. Two p.m. But see, uh, see, in in if I'm the U.S., just the way I look at it, right? There's a bunch of young guys on the team. From what from what I've read and what I've seen, again, I'm not the you just they're saw the second, soccer star. They're the second youngest team in the World Cup right now. Right. So yep. I, I would say, if anything, maybe try to look at it this way. It's an experience. You know, ne- the next time we do talk about the World Cup, they'll be have played with, they'll have played together for four years, for most of them anyway. Obviously, there's going to be changes at some point in time. But most of them are going to play together. Um either going to play on club teams or whatever it is at some point in time together with the next four years, take it as an experience. Like I said, it just don't, as a coach, I would say, don't go into it looking to try to say, I'm going to win everything. Cause you got to be realistic to some point. Let's go out there, do our best, whatever happens after group plays, after grabs, happens after group play yeah. and then I, go from there. I think we can get out of group play. If I think so too. It no, just, no, I'm not saying that they can't. I'm I think they need, the they need to. Yeah. They need to tie with England. They can't lose. They have to tie mm. at the bare minimum with England, right. and then hope that Wales and Iran, Iran tie or Iran beats Wales. Because if Wales wins, 
they'll have four points and England will have four points and we'll have two and Iran will have zero. So then that would basically be like, okay, we really, that would just put the pressure on that. We have to win against Iran mm-hmm. and Wales most likely will lose to England. So we'd have to win. So we'd have that one point extra. Yeah. Right. So you just, things need to start playing in our favor more right now. It's not good to tie, especially in the group that we're in. It's a pretty competitive yeah. group. Yeah. But we still have a chance. Just right. half, we have to see what happens on Friday. Like, I'm, I can't wait. I'm going to be glued to the TV. Um, from one thirty until what four thirty five o'clock yeah. watching that game. So yeah, and from what I understand, this is like as young of a group this USA team is. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know too much. I do know there's like a couple of guys from the MLS on here. I think the best player is Pulisic. I is Pulisky. Correct? Yeah, yeah, number, whatever. Number ten. Yeah. So I know he's the the like the best player, our, our top player. Um, so I think it's super important to just make sure, like, uh, oh yes, Christian Pulisic is the name. He's the midfielder. Um, I think it's just more or less to make sure you that you have a good showing because, like we just talked about, this is coming to the U.S. in four years. And if this team can at least show that we're competitive, then, you know, I think it would be best. Then we can set us up, set us up to be a really good contender for when it comes in 2026. Hey, we're right now, I think we're ranked number 18 in the, in the world. That's pretty dang good for a U.S. team. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, men's, women's, it's always number one because they, because dominate. they're number one, yeah, absolutely they, crushing it. They dominate everything when it comes to soccer. Our men's team, not so much. Um, Kevin, that's something I'm going to throw at you. Go ahead. So do we fire him now or do we wait till Saturday at 8 o'clock at night? Well, if that happens at 8 o'clock at night, you know that you and I are going to have to jump on and do a a quick quick recap. Oh, I, I know. Um, what are your thoughts? Because this, I so I don't know, Cyrus. If you're not sure what we're talking about, we're talking about West Virginia's football coach, yeah. I figured, Neil Brown. (laughs) So, like, oh, god, right now. So, I listened to his press conference today and I saw the notes and everything. And I think, truth be told. I think he's getting ready for the Wild West to happen. Uh, it just, it sounded to me that it's like he's already preparing for the worst and he is going to try to do his best to just focus on the field and then let whatever happens possibly happen after the game on Saturday or at 8 o'clock on Saturday because the one thing is, is Whatever happens, we can't have it be the Wild West in which players are getting calls from other teams and transferring here and out and all over, all around. Or else we're going to end up having to get people off the street to go play for us. 
Um, so I think at the moment, it's just the writings on the wall. Like I'm like I'm at to the point now where it's. I think there's a mutual understanding all across the board that we are going to have a change happening. And we are so, going to be in for a long road for the next couple of years, depending so on when, who when's, when 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 he when did he become coach? Four years. Four ago. years ago. All right. So, I, in foot, especially in football, it's tough. It's tough to walk into a program, and if you're not an elite coach, it's tough to walk in. Without having in because normally you, you know as an elite coach, there's the one thing that every elite coach has. They have a game plan. They have a they have a they have a system. They have a game plan. They have everything set regardless of who is there because they have every variety of you know of of offensive defensive you know um, philosophy, and they can find you know they can make changes. They can adapt. The thing I would say is if this guy has never done it before, yeah, I, he was probably doomed from the beginning because there's no way that he was going to turn that program around without having that type of elite status in his, if he wasn't that like that type of elite coach. No, he, he came in from an FCS school where he was very, very good. He was a it was a very quick hire. Because Dana left at the end of the season and all of a sudden you have to get a new head coach right away because you have to start planning for the next year. Um, The biggest news, though, talking about college football coaches is apparently on Friday or Saturday after Ole Miss's final football game of the year. (laughs) I've seen that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Lane Kiffin is back in his bags and going to Auburn. He ain't going, man. Don't, Don't listen to that. He ain't going. Dude, I don't understand this man. Like, I watched the game where he got he's fired. Not, he's not good. at USC. He told him not to get on the the bus. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, they got back. They flew back to to LA, and he got off the plane, and they told him get out. You're not coming back. Just get a, your own ride to your office and clean out. Well, he rubbed he, that. That was because he rubbed somebody the wrong way on and that when on that USC thing. He rubbed people the wrong way. Um. I mean, he I, ran, I, he rubbed a lot of people the yeah, wrong way. Like, that was, dude, that was... do you remember what's the what's the move that when he went to USC? Where was he in Tennessee? There was a one move yeah. where that he like yeah, really he pissed at, everybody. Tennessee, Tennessee yeah. when he was at Tennessee, yeah. and then he went to USC. USC. Yeah. Um. Then from USC he went to the Raiders. Yeah. Some. Yeah. And then idiot. from the Raiders, FAU. FAU. And he was at FAU for a good amount of time, like four or five years. Yeah. Well, that, that, again, that's so. Let me say this way, right? When you go to those F, those FBS, the, if it's not a top, if it's not Power Five school, right? You can go to those schools and you can make a difference because you can get the kids to play hard and you can get some marginal talent. So, again, it's not like you're playing a top five school every week. You're playing. Everybody is the same as you. Maybe they have one or two players that are probably better than your best one or two players. That's where it is, right? When you get to the top five, when you get to that them power five schools and the top five schools, right? 
it's really tough to beat them. You know why? Because they are everybody's going out for the same recruit, and everybody has that same type of player. So it's for, the only difference is not unless you're a really elite coach, i.e., you know, Nick Saban in Alabama, um, Kirby Smart in Georgia, um, you know, some of these other some of these other elite programs with elite backing or elite coaches. I mean. Look at Oregon for God's sakes. Oregon was doing great when they had that that one that the one coach that that left, and he Chip, was Chip Kelly. But they rebounded though. They they, got right. they have rebounded with every single one of their head coaches has all been successful. I think except for one, and they've all left to go to bigger programs. And you know what? They've they've had the same formula. What they've done, they've gone back to they've gone back to the well to make sure they get guys that just go out and play hard because they know in the Pac-10. Everybody's talent in the Pac-10 was diminishing because everybody you mean was going the Pac-12. Pac-12, sorry. Jeez, it is going to be the Pac-10 after USC. Uh, yeah, well, USC. yeah, he was just getting ready to get be used to saying Pac-10. Right. That's but, yeah. But, or but, it's not even that's not conference not even going to. It might be the Pac-6 soon enough. It yeah. might be yeah. But as you can as you can see, right, the writing's on the wall about those coaches, right? Not unless you're an elite coach that comes in, it's just it just doesn't work. It's the same, you know what? Honestly, think about it. It's the same thing in basketball as it is in football. If oh, you yeah. don't, if you're not an elite coach at any level, it's going to be hard for you to walk into a job and last. Again, you'll have maybe players from the last regime and maybe you'll get over. But once you get your type of players in and you start to lose that talent, it becomes, <clears throat> oh, well, I guess you really don't work that good. No, nah, right. He's a good coach. He's a motivating coach, but he's not, he he's can't not this like level. Right, it's, it's, it's not a different level. Right, we and need... also one other thing you also have to remember, understand is like we are in a different time of college athletics where the transfer portal mm-hmm. is just open and about. Like I think one of the things that you know specifically like West Virginia has had a problem is they have just been eaten up by the transfer portal. Like it's like people have literally come to us. They played good for us while here, and they take their talents to try and showcase at a, yep. another level. Yep. Which, and they all have failed. All ha- exactly, all of them have failed so far. So with that, I think the the one thing is, you know, with Coach Brown, you know, came from a good pedigree, you know, good culture guy. He got great culture guy, but the problem is, is that, you know, when you don't, this is a results driven field, right? You know, when you don't get results, it's like any job. Yeah, there's there's no chance. And then, you know, it, it it all comes from the top. So our athletic director, who we fired, decided to give our coach an extension. After a year. Th- after year three, and he was only like 11. It was 500. 11. Yeah. Or so, something like that. You know, he had no results to give him that. I think he he jumped the gun. And then also, I which I, I actually never really thought about, but like, we have overscheduled for us. Oh yeah. As like who there is no other team that's playing two like power five conferences in the not in their non-conference. Like next year we play no one else Pitt and Penn State. And the Penn fo- State. The following year we play Penn State, Alabama. The following year we play Alabama and somebody else. Like we we overscheduled and like it's great to have like one of those schools, but then you need to balance it where you're going to be able to get wins because we're in a conference that's tough to, to win in. So 
shout out to the, the athletic director for believing in competition. But if nobody else is doing that, I'm, you gotta cater to everybody else. Because I was not feeling 100 last week, I couldn't talk about this. I'm so glad they got rid of him. It's it's unfortunate, and it's funny because now he got hired his old job back in Alabama. Yeah, shout out good, to him. Hey, good for him. Went back to his roots. But, Go do your shit. But you know, I think. What's going to be key is is this player director as he needs to hire the right football coach, and now he's also in control of the next. What's he going to do coach. to protect men's basketball when Bob Huggins retires? Because that's going to be his next big move. And if he screws that up, he I'm sorry, he or she screws that up, mm. we're going to have a huge problem. The fan base is not going to be happy. You cannot and. There's one person in all of Morgantown that you do not piss off is Bob Huggins. Ooh, yeah, you don't that that guy is a he's a sweetheart. I've <laughs> met him. I've talked with him. He's a great man. Oh, he, he's, he drove he's, by but, his house. But like honestly, I have seen him like get so mad he's like just in someone's face yelling and chewing somebody out. And it's like, nope, not doing this. Okay, I'm going the other direction now. I remember, I remember seeing him on a, uh, he was on a key, uh, KJ and Max in the morning and they were, they had, uh, they had him come in and they were doing the him and, um, who's Baylor, the Baylor coaches, uh, Bryce Drew. Bryce Drew came in and they were sitting there talking and they were joking around. And, but when, when I think when Max asked him a really serious question, he said, listen, my job is to come near a coach and to get these guys ready when they leave here, whether they graduate do whatever they need to leave here being real world ready i'm not looking to. i'm not looking to not looking to sugarcoat like no he yeah he's not looking to sugarcoat it for you screw up you know yeah because cool. they because they were talking about the nil rule and some other stuff and like what would you do if a player was like he wanted to transfer portal and oh cyrus froze of course cyrus you were in a great point there oh man why? Oh it's the it's the it's the week. It's uh, madness. It's, you know, it's Thanksgiving. We'll talk about Thanksgiving. I forgot about that. Oh my god. Yeah, we can talk about Thanksgiving as well. This is the Cyrus. biggest hodgepodge episode, everyone. So sorry for your ears. Uh, <laughs> but Cyrus will hopefully be back here momentarily. He's frozen. Um, it's kind of funny. Um, but. I think what he was t- kind of t- talking about was, you know, Bob Huggins is not the coach like Calipari, where Calipari makes. Cyrus, uh, can you hear us? There you go. You're back. Okay. Yeah. Go back to your point. Yeah. You're making a great point. All right. Yeah. And I think so- I was butchering it. <laughs> so no, I'm just saying. Nick, there's. He was saying that there is no. There it that he doesn't want to sugarcoat it. He's not trying to get these kids to come in and say, I'm going to give you all this money and everything. He's saying, oh, I'm no. trying, yeah, I'm trying to get them to come in to understand this is what it is. This is what the job, this is what it is. Yep. I'm just went up and trying to, and, 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 and even Jay Will was like, that's the way it should be for every coach. But they don't, you know, some coaches don't understand that. And, and, and I think they got on a thing like Kirby Smart said, or not Kirby Smart, with some, who's the guy at Texas A&M, um, Jimbo oh, football Fisher. coach? Yeah, they used to coach yeah. in Alabama. Jim, no, Jimbo. Jimbo. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, they, they said you know he says stuff like that, and it just seems like you know 
Now, even though they misconstrued, you know, they misconstrued it really what the point was, because obviously there was another question behind it. But, you know, that was, you know, that was the thing that they were trying to, you know, they were trying to say, like, you know, you don't want to. But it, it just like the NIL thing all, all the way over, right? If we didn't screw it up the first time around, if we had just got it right as far as giving the stipends out and giving enough money to the to the college player to be able to, you know, survive. And I'm not saying that they're not getting enough, but from what I was hearing, it's not enough money to survive a year, you know, when they're asking you to wake up and do early morning workouts and do this and do that and everything else, right? It's just that tough. And then they're telling you, you can't get a job in the summer. You can't do this. You can't do that. So the rules are antiquated enough where they didn't help anybody out. And somebody said, said this time, you know, it's enough is enough because you got players dying of heat exhaustion, not eating, um, not eating square meals, um, you know, mental things going on because they just don't have time to, you know, Woo-saw or you know people breathe down the back because you know I need you need to pay for this you need to pay for that you know you don't have enough money for this and have enough money for that you know and people leaving to go to school like people leaving to go away to school early when they don't they really shouldn't because they're not ready yet yeah because and that's, I, and, right. and that's what it is like when we talk about coach like he lets you know like you know everything you're gonna get I'm gonna give you every opportunity to work for everything that you can right. get yeah. but. You have to put in the work. If you're not going to be willing to, then our program isn't for you. Um, And a great example of this the other night, the kid that, you know, he's a sophomore. He should be, he'll be getting better. But they asked him after the game, the reporters, and they said, well, he didn't play. And he goes, was he hurt? Was he, no, wasn't hurt, wasn't injured. He just didn't want to prepare for this game. And he was against Moorhead State or somebody like, it was a white. It was a wash-up game for us, anyway. Mm-hmm. But he came out and said that, and the kid after the game, he one apologized to his teammates for how he handled during the week. But then they caught him running the stairs at the Coliseum, and Kevin knows this Coliseum like the back of his hand, like I do. Those stairs are very, very steep, mm. and he ran from the bottom to the, from the court all the way up. And all the way through the whole Coliseum for punishment. That and is I, not fun. And I, I will, I will say this: that is, that's the type of player. He may not play a lot. He may not win a lot of games for you. He may only score you five points a damn game. But that's what I want to see on that team. I don't want exactly. like the the guys who just want the NL nil money. Right. Um, but that's a good point though with nil. That's part of the reason that Shane Lyons was let go is because he was not as keen on the NIL deals as other athletic directors have become. He wasn't prepared also. Right. And they said that he has followed things so by the book with things that has actually been detrimental to getting deals done with other places. Like, yes, West Virginia, there's not a lot there for deals. Mm. But if you can find something, it's going to be a big deal. Like there's guard dealerships, go after them. They're going to pay the money. They know that they can get you to do it. So I hope whoever is the new athletic director is high on those. The NIL deals can 
help expand those for our student athletes, not just football, but all student athletes. I mean, hell, did you see, did you see Merritt the date that that there's some people that are literally going to like food chains to try to get NIL deals so they can have like they can get free vouchers for like free food whenever they want. Just so they don't mm-hmm. literally have to go. <laughs> hey, I go to the hoagie shop. Remember, I go to the hoagie shop around yeah. the corner get and get get an NIL deal. He'll, the deal is okay. Listen, come in. You get a free, you get a free meal every two days or whatever whatever it is. Boom, did done deal. I mean, it, now mm-hmm. he, the person never has to. And it's like a softball player or something like that. Like it's, it's like, not, oh, I just I just have to promote this on my Facebook, my Instagram, media, yeah. my social yeah. media, right? Like twice a week, and I'll come. Yeah. Okay, cool. Whenever I come yeah. in to get food, even if I'm buying it my out of my own pocket, I will post something saying, "Hey, hit it up, blah blah, whatever it is." Mm-hmm. And then on the t- the days that it's free, I still do the same thing. But you, sh- I have to, and you. You could put it as you need to eat here. Right. People need to see you here. Right. Because that drives their business, which then can increase your NIL deal. Um, I, I'm intrigued on what they're going to do. Um, I was listening to, to the 304 section, section 304 podcast. Um, and they were talking about lions being fired and they were all up, all very happy about it. But then they also mentioned, it's hard to fire an athletic director and then try to find you a new coach all at once. Yeah. It should have been the reverse if they were or the same time. But it's almost, it's nearly impossible. So yes, you might have a new athletic director come in in like a month or so. That's a month behind the eight ball for us. That means it's the end of December. No one's going to look at coaches right there because it's all everyone just winding down from the seasons, going bowl games. You're getting ready for the big bowl games. You're not going to have time to really communicate with anybody. So maybe, and this sucks for me to say, because I am no longer a supporter of our head coach. We might have to have him around for his fifth year. I mentioned that. I know. Shut up. I mentioned that. Don't you know how bad that pit game's going to be if he has to be the head coach. Yeah, well, what's worse, having to have him as a head coach or having to have to pay him that X amount of money and not have enough money to hire a coach? Well, all depends. Like, is it, yeah, is they the figure team, it out. Well, here's the t- here's the thing: if the, if the team has presently constructed, if the team isn't isn't a, let's say a top. 10 team. We're not going to say top 25. Say, say if it's not a top 10 We're not even team. a top 25 team. So you could say top 25. Right. But no, but let's just say, let's, let's just say philosophical sake. Philosophical. If you're a top, if you're a top 10, if you go for like a top 10 talent team, right. And you're not there. Right. I will leave him there. The reason is, is because the only, the worst he could do right now is he goes in and he blows it up big and he, you know, he's a top five team and he's doing very well. That's the worst that could happen. Best deal, the best deal breaker in the world, you stay status quo. You know, you graduate some guys that should graduate because they worked hard enough and you, you get him through the season. In the meantime, you get you another, get you another, another athletic director in there that understands what he's doing. He'll give him the rest of the year. He'll figure out what he's doing with the rest of the stuff that's going on in the school. Right. Right. 
And at that time, he can make a reevaluation of what how, how he wants to handle things, right? That way you give him time to not have to necessarily worry about the football stuff, but then he can start worrying about the stuff that really at this point means something because it's actually worth something at this point. I'm not saying that the football team is not, but obviously if they're not that talented, this is exactly what's going to happen anyway. So, you know, it just – listen, look at it this way. I tell you, I'm a Duke fan, right? Just like Duke, the Duke football team, right? That football team hasn't been good in God knows how long, right? But they also know that that's they're not a they're not a football school. But what they have done, they've said, listen, they gave Cundiff as long as he wanted to be the head coach, as long as you don't screw anything up, you don't make any, you don't put us in any type of legal situations or anything like that. You can become coach because we know we're not a we're not a football school. Just and that's it. pretty hard for him too. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's been he's been a, he's a really good coach offensively, offensively, but he's a really good coach. So you know, he could have been poked away anytime to somebody's OC someplace. He's just like, no, I'll stay here, grow these guys. I mean, and and you know, and listen, we'll be halfway decent a couple of years here and there, but you know, and then when he finally left, they said, listen, we'll start trying to work on making our team better. Boom, you know. I, I, yep. I, Nothing you can really say about that. There's nothing wrong with that. Not every school is supposed to be the best. So, no, you would like that to be. I mean, I forgot because I went to a college that didn't even have a football team. That must have sucked. The basketball team was good. <laughs> well, you were part of it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I tried out for the Rider University basketball team. I'm not saying I was part of it. I was, a, yes, I was a part of it to a degree. Yes, I agree, Matt. You're right. All right, let's get off of this West Virginia train for a while. Gonna... <laughs> well, hold on. Before oh, we get off, we <laughs> I mean, oh, we are going to enjoy this Thanksgiving night with Dove V I know, playing but in the same tournament as Duke. Probably not going to watch it because the Patriots are on that night, too. Just have two TVs going on. I'm going to be at my friend's house. Have tell him to have another TV out, for and they're going to put soccer it. on. So I'll watch it on my phone. Well, then tell him to put a laptop out for you. So I'll you watch it on my over. phone. I'll have it on my phone. All right. Yep. Well, enjoy. We, it on your we're phone. playing what we got Purdue on Thursday. Purdue, and then afterwards, if we win, then it's probably Gonzaga, and then if we win oh. that somehow, then we play Cyrus's <laughs> Duke's team. I. You know what though? After the. After the goose egg that Gonzaga laid against Texas and how they've been playing this year, it it could be possible that this West Virginia team could win. Give a us lot a of, shot. A lot of Gonzaga talent did leave last year in the draft. So, I mean, the last couple of years in the draft. So, I mean, he he has, I don't know, like Can I said. I... He he's 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 listen like you said it was like you said when we talked about it on college basketball the college when we talk about college basketball it's really tough that I can't see him like you say he's not athletically better than everybody else so it's going to be tough for that team to win not unless he's playing in this not unless he's playing in this conference because he could beat the teams in this conference he's not going to do to get his teams that's more athletic to him it's just not going to happen and West Virginia. From everything that I've read, everything that I've seen on highlights, this is probably one of the best scoring and most athletic teams 
gonna be tough. That Huggins has had. Like, this is as of a Huggins of a Huggins team, literally. And they all play defense and they all rebound. Like that's the thing that Huggins has always been drawn into. Playing defense, getting the damn ball. We'll figure out the offensive side of things later. Right. That'll come. But like now they have all of it clicking. Yes, please. I will be very, very happy. Um, I'm still shocked they haven't been in the top 25 yet because, you know. They, they, they normally they normally don't start really trying to put those teams in until like after the Thanksgiving tournaments and all that stuff. Because, because like it's so random and you get oh, like. so stupidly random. Yeah, it's so random in like the first couple, the first let's, couple games. Let's be honest. UNC should not be number one team after how they played. I, I listen. I was I was surprised Duke was still in the top ten after losing to Kansas, but the game was actually close. So I can't really say I don't I'm not surprised, but I mean, I, it's still a loss nonetheless. So yeah, yeah. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited for college basketball. It'll all be fun. Um, yes, me too. But let's get off this train. I'm gonna pull it into the station. We're gonna dock it for a little while. We're gonna let the wheels like cool off since they've been running red. Um, and we'll talk about it again next week, probably. And, you know, or, well, we are going to have basketball talk next week because we will be having my buddy, uh, Jess come on and he is in charge of a tournament in Maryland called the governor's classic. So uh, it's a high school basketball tournament Cyrus for next week. Yep. Uh, it's a high school basketball tournament over in like the Eastern shore of America of Maryland over in Wicomico. I think I said it right, but like he's had some solid teams come through there. A couple of teams that are here. Let me go ahead and does tell you a like, couple of teams. Like, I was going to say, does have like Oak Hill Academy and all them other teams? Dude, um, TCU stayed in the top, top four. Oh, amazing. Thank God. So a couple of teams you have that are of highly touted. You got Elizabeth, New Jersey. You have... Uh, Bergen Catholic, Bishop Laughlin from New York. You have IMG Academy from Florida coming in. Oh, because he have Brewster coming in there too. I thought I saw uh, Brewster on on that list. I don't see Brewster. They have Dematha from Maryland. Ooh, that's a really good program. They also have the Patrick School from New Jersey. And if you remember the Patrick School, that's St. Patrick's, like yeah. from where. Kyrie Irving went to uh, a couple other ones. St. Peter's Prep, Wagner, New York. Yeah, those are some good schools. I'm trying to think. There was another one I saw that was a really big name. Uh, the the the. No Oak Hill. No Oak Hill, but the, the, what's there's another one from like Maryland that I could have swore that's supposed to be coming. That's really good. I. I can't find it right now, but when I do, I'll, I'll I'll make sure I talk about it next week. Okay, perfect. But yeah, I'm excited. Jess is excited. He was really cool to uh, come on. Uh, so it'll be around like seven thirty ish, like when we do it next week. So it'll be a good That's time. Fine. That's uh, fine by me. But yeah, I'm we're gonna we're here. gonna we're gonna rock <laughs> it out. Oh, I, our here you go. Archbishop Ryan is supposed to be another. Oh, one. yeah, that's, that's a good school. Okay, that's a good yeah. school. That's um. 
That's some really good high school basketball right yeah, there. Yeah, that is. That's going to be a lot of that's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of up and down. That's a they, lot of powerhouses on from the East Coast. You got a lot. And there's a lot of a uh, lot of top a lot of top fifty kids on those teams too. Yeah, a lot. Well, probably a lot of top hundred kids too, because there's a, yeah, there's those kids that are going to be like that will probably make a name at yeah. this tournament. Yeah, yeah, a couple like I know like I think one of the bigger names that came out of there. If you remember, uh, Nicholas Claxton from the Nets uh, played over in that tournament. Uh, There was one other person. uh, I forget who, but Jess, he'll talk about it when he's most likely on. So, but yeah, definitely wanted to have, he's going to come on and talk about it because it's, it, his tournament starts the day after they, of Chris, a day after Christmas. Oh, wow. So he's got the big Christmas turn. That's, I won't lie. When I played college, uh, high school basketball, Christmas tournaments were awesome. Yeah. yeah, I love playing the Christmas tournaments. Those are so much fun. Yeah, because you yeah. think about it, you had like because think about it, like high school basketball. You know, you normally well now they started a little. They start a little bit earlier now, but before yeah. it used to be the day after Thanksgiving. You know, everybody. You know, the day after Thanksgiving, everybody had tryouts and everything else, and you had yep. like a good. You had like three days or three or four days of tryouts, and then you had like two weeks of two weeks of actual like practice and. Then you had like a semi, like a like a little small tournament, someplace in between, and then you had Christmas tournament, which is like the big tournament where everybody got to like actually see you play, and you know that's when you normally, as a coach, you normally get your rotations and everything in, and what you what you're going to do because by the time January hits, that's when like the media schedule starts happening. You get um, yeah, you're in like two games a week. You're going back, game, and yeah, forth. two games, yeah. two games a week. You got. You know, practice. You got guys got injuries and stuff like that. So you know, you start trying to, and then you you fix your rotations by like February slash March, so that way you can start getting in getting in yourself ready for like the state tournaments and stuff like that. And you know, you you start because no, like I said, during the during during those Christmas tournaments and everything else, you can go like nine nine to like fourteen deep trying to get guys in, see what they do and stuff like that. Especially if you're any good. You know, if you if you get if you're getting blown out every game, everybody's obviously going to play. But I mean, if you can come in, you know, and get some time, get some burn, it's pretty good. So yeah, Christmas 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 tournaments were the were the stuff back in high school. Yeah, I yeah. agree. That was that was that was that, you just had fun. Yeah, yeah. It didn't I, matter. I have, yeah. I have no experience. I never made a basketball team. So, <laughs> you know, Kevin, I only made it because I was tall and I played. Yeah, defense. I mean, if I was like. Two and more inches taller, and like people could see me. I, I you know, see me. I would, I would be out there. I swear, I tell people all the time. If I was like five seven, I probably could be playing pro in the Philippines. Merritt, basically, what he's saying is he Barrett. What he's basically saying is he has trouble when he's driving in a car. People think, oh, dude, hundred percent, hundred percent. If I drove by Kevin while he was driving and looked over, and I didn't, I probably wouldn't see his head, bro. I'd probably like, how's that car driving? God, you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> this is eventually became the Kevin roast people. My God, no, 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 we're not roasting. No. We're just, you, no, if listen, you want you, us to do that one we night, can. No. we can. <laughs> no. We definitely can do a roast episode. I like that idea. I think we should do a roast of the of the uh, yeah. homes. Yeah, I like that. Ooh. We could do that if you want. Ooh, you, that rhyme too. Like, a roast yeah. of the host. Yeah, we can. We can do one. We just got oh, so we just invite a bunch of people to roast roast us. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I, oh I, listen, my God. I can see Joe McAleela definitely having fun with that. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, my God. oh boy. Oof. I'm going to have to be very, very drunk for that one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. oh boy. I um, have to get dressed up for that one, too. Maybe oh, yeah. Maybe. Everyone needs to be like, <laughs> you got to have a shirt and tie on for that one. <laughs> In no way. Am I showing up to this podcast in a shirt and tie? Oh my god, no! That's too much work. Too much. Oh my god, I'm dying. I'm sorry. I'm I'm dying over here. Um, <laughs> oh god. Um. So we have some fun stuff coming up in the next couple of months. I don't know where my episode of the We Out Here is at. I sent it all to Andrew. I don't know if it's up yet. Um, I didn't it see is, it. I, I haven't seen, I haven't it. seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Though. Definitely, Cyrus hasn't seen it. Yeah, you should definitely hit up our producer. He's probably super hardworking at school because it's probably like finals time. Not finals yet. Midterms, probably his midterms. Yeah, the midterms, midterms, right? Midterms, yeah, his midterms. Love me, like currently Meredith texting our producer, producer Andrew. No, I'm <laughs> looking up. I have. I won't lie. I haven't watched one of those episodes yet. You haven't watched any of our We're Out Here episodes? Dude, oh, no. Oh, my goodness. I'm horrible. I know. All right. Cyrus, have yes. you watched them? I've watched a couple of them, yeah. I've watched, I, no, I did watch yours, Kevin. I did watch the majority of that one. Yeah, mine's not out there yet. Okay. But, yeah, do you want to tell everybody about the rest of our We're Out Here series of what we're doing? Yes. So, in about 10 days... Kevin and I will be taking on the Big Apple for a whole yes. day. Yes. A whole day we are going to be in the city. Yep. Um, I texted my cousin because he actually lives in, in um Manhattan. So oh, lit. maybe we'll see if he can we can catch up with him. Um, but Kevin and I will probably go spend plethora of money going to the NBA store. Yep. And then we are it's a going Nike store too. Probably go to the Nike store too. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's that there's that one road where on Fifth Avenue where there's literally every single type of like brand yeah. that like sporting <laughs> shop, right? Where it's like you pass the NBA store, next block NHL store, next uh, and block, then the MLB store. Yeah, and uh, yeah, all of them. Like, which They're I'm all... shocked that they haven't done an NFL store yet. Uh, oh, that's true. They don't have one. Yeah. I just yeah. thought they don't. They don't have one, which. They should because I'm pretty sure headquarters could is make literally money. in New York yeah. City. Yeah, but literally Actually, that whole road are. is every professional league, and then every sporting yeah. brand that's like right there. Huh. And then after we do some fun shopping and buying stuff that we don't need, um, <laughs> we're going to get on the train, and we're going to hightail our butts over to Brooklyn. We are going to watch my Boston Celtics take on the trashiest team in the NBA, the Brooklyn Nets, um, and the, the worst point guard to ever play the game. And I'm not talking about Kyrie Irving. I'm talking about Ben Simmons. Um, <laughs> he's so late. They still got, dude, they still got him labeled as a point guard? Oh, my God. That's... Yeah, he's still – I think he's labeled as a – well, he's not oh, a shooting guard. Oh, he can't shoot the, for shit. That's horrible. Hey, good shooter on the Nets. Shout out to oh, Utah yeah. Watanube. Yeah. He's been like the one of the 
small bright spots the Nets have had. 58% from the three points. That's ridiculous. Dude. And he I remember because he was on the same rookie class. The Grizzlies drafted Javon Carter. And they played together in the D-League, the Memphis Grizzly hustle. So, like, the way to see him work from, like, the bottom to come up, undrafted guy, uh, went to a D-League team, worked his way up, and then now he's, like, a star on the, starter on the Nets, which is awesome. So, if I can find his jersey, I think I would buy it. I have a problem with that. I would see that. Right. Yeah. yeah, but... So we're gonna see the Nets and Celtics yep. in uh December. So in like December it's a Sunday, which will be fun. And then yes, um right after that, then the end of January, we have our hockey game for the Islanders. Yep, which I'm super excited because I gotta that'll, make sure I, that'll I can get be that the day off. Golden Knights. We're gonna watch them play the Golden Knights. Yep. Um That'll be a lot of fun. And then. Yes. And then February, February 10th, Cyrus, would you like to tell them where you and I are going? We are, we are Woo-hoo! going to the, we're going to the Wells Fargo. It's still Wells Fargo. Yeah. The Wells, yes, Wells Fargo, Fargo Center. Yeah. It's still they, Wells Fargo over there. I know they keep changing them every year. I just, it just never. So they're going, we're going to Wells Fargo to watch Kevin's Knicks play the Sixers. <sighs> Wow! Yeah, I am, I am neither nor a Knicks or a Sixers fan. I just happen to know people. Shout out to my attorney brother Dan Brown, uh, who Shout has season tickets. Who has season tickets? Who you know is way to go, know, Dan? He's uh, you know, so he's uh, offered them up, and uh, and we're taking them up on his offer, and we're going to go to that game, sitting in some club seats, and um, letting Kev watches uh. Get it that watches Knicks probably get tortured into the ground by 20. But that's besides the point, though. Well, it depends yeah. on if like Embiid yeah. and Harden are playing, you know. Uh, by by February 10th, I assume all of them should be playing. I don't think they'd be not be playing. That's true. And then in March is the epic trek to Boston. It's Oof. gonna be so much fun. Oh my god. Kevin and I are gonna go watch the Celtics take on the New York Knicks. And like Cyrus just said, most likely get blown out by 20 plus points. Oh my God. Because Rob Williams will be 100% healthy by that point. <laughs> <laughs> Time yeah. Lord is back. But yeah, that's going to be so much fun. I'm excited yeah. to get those going, get that footage in, and we're going to have a good time. We're going to yeah, rock we're gonna, out. We're going to have a lot of additional videos, a lot of additional you know, material being shot out there. So everyone keep an eye out as we continue to progress. This thing is not stopping anytime soon at all. Um, nope. I think the biggest one that we'll have is for the, we out here section uh, is next year for the backyard brawl. Oh yes. Like that, <laughs> that is going that's, to that's be, gonna, that's going to be nuts. Yes. Um, let me just put it this way. My wife and I are coming back from West Virginia two weeks, almost two weeks ago now. And we're driving in my, you know, from Maryland back to New York and we're talking and I'm like, all right, so we need to start planning this because my friend is buying season tickets. She's going to buy four. I'm going to have a season. We're going to split them. 
Mm. So I'll have season tickets for next year. And now the the plan is we need to figure out the exact number of people going Mm. because we're going to order a buttload of group tickets. (laughs) The idea, this is going to be great. We're going to rent an RV. Oh my God. No way. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to rent an RV so that we can park in a good tailgate lot. We want to be able to like be, I don't care if we're up at the Coliseum. I don't care if we're at green lot. I personally don't feel like being in blue lot. We went through it and it's just, it's such a crazy time. It's just too much. I want to just be able to enjoy tailgating with everybody and have my spot set up and not leave. People can come to me if they want to see my beautiful, ugly mug. Um, So, We'll do that, but also the thought is to get an Airbnb. Okay, that sounds really good. So, like, if someone doesn't want to drive in the RV with us, they can drive. That mm-hmm. gives us a, a car, right? right? But we can have the Airbnb almost be like the home base. Okay, guys, we're all staying here tonight. We're all going to he- hang out here. That's it like 10 of us, 11 of us, however many people come, we're going right. to try to fit all in the Airbnb. I'm just going to have a... Uh... Have a hell of a time. Oh, yeah. Right now, if I do the math right, it's myself, my wife, the producer, my buddy Paul, Kevin, Cyrus. So there's six of us in uh, the RV. So it means, like, so it means Kev, I, I might have to, I'm going to have to get my... Uh... My my dove V gear up, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to Oh, don't worry. Don't no no no. We're we're getting there like a day before the game is supposed to happen so that you have the time to go get your shit. Oh no no no. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that you know there's there's other sort other resources I have. I have other resources to get that stuff. So yeah. Go take care of that. Yes. Okay. I think I'm very excited for that. That's gonna be fun because I think I have another two people that would like to go. But I just I don't know if they're firm yeses as much as Cyrus is right now, but yeah, it's gonna be crazy because it's in Morgantown. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. That's gonna be a movie, like legit movie. And I'm like, I don't think I don't know if we're gonna be prepared, but it's gonna be a fun time. I'm 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 excited, but I know. That's going to be down the hall. We'll probably talk more about that towards when we're in the spring, but we're definitely yes. going to be ready. We will have tickets. The day those tickets go out, we will be buying. I don't care if I have to throw it on my credit card or someone throws it on the credit card and we pay them back. Whatever we do, mm-hmm. we'll be buying with the exact amount of tickets we need all together so that we can all sit together. Because what I'll probably do, honestly, is I would most likely sell my two season tickets for that day. Mm-hmm. To make up the money, you didn't uh, pay. You didn't sit with everybody else, and then yeah. sit with everybody else. I asked my wife. I was like, "Do you want to sit there, or would you want to sit up there?" And she's like, "I'd rather sit." I'm like, "That's what I would like. I would rather yeah. sit up top with all the everybody or everybody wherever." Everybody going nuts. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, we're we're gonna have to drag like Andrew out of there. He might die. Maybe. He's a, he's Maybe. a young guy. He'll be okay. Cyrus, you haven't met him. He's the size of my pinky. He lit at thirty feet tall. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll find we'll find we'll find it we'll find a 
We'll find a pole to stick him in and make sure he stays there for a little we'll while. Find a, we'll find we'll find what? <laughs> a pole? <laughs> we'll, 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 find, we'll find a pole or a hole to stick him in, so he'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Andrew, you're going to love when you hear this. I love it. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Don't let your Listen, I, I got nothing but love one. for the guy. I'm just saying. Oh, if he's, if he's like, if he's real thin like this, I mean, you'll find a way. He will. No, we will. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot coming up um, for this one. I know tonight's episode, everyone has been all over the place because we found out the news of everything kind of changing this afternoon. And Kevin and I are going back and forth, and I, he goes, "We could do this." I'm like, "We can talk like, about all of it." I'm like, <laughs> I'll, "I'm like, I just like the idea of like just Maybe going talking. with the flow and just <laughs> seeing what the hell happens with this episode." Like, yeah. It was just he and I. We probably would have read something really quick. But since we have Cyrus, why not? Uh, Look at it this way. At least I haven't posted anything on Twitter that's going to get me in trouble, right? So I'm good about that. Yes, you're good. Oh, I responded back to Elon Musk one day. (laughs) I'm still on Twitter. He didn't delete my Twitter yet, so I haven't said anything mean enough. Oh, my gosh. You guys are. I am trying, though. I am trying very hard. (laughs) To like figure out what will set him off to get my Twitter like deleted. Oh my goodness! What I thought it'd be fun, but it's funny because I do you remember like last week how they were all like, "Oh, this is gonna be my like last tweet." Twitter's gonna die. I'm like, bruh. ain't dying. He's not, nobody's gonna just, listen. Not, everybody has to stop getting. Everybody has, in the world has to stop getting into this fact. Oh, he said so what. Listen, if he took Twitter away, somebody else will invent something else that's the same as Twitter that you'll go on, and then you'll be the same thing again. And he'll try to buy that. It'd be called, like, Hoots. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, something. I almost said Hooters, but I was like, that's already taken. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. That's already been taken by somebody else. Silly me. I can't remember things these days. So, Mary, how do you feel about Kyrie Irving? I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Tell I, us how you really feel. Uh, no, right. I I thoroughly dislike him. Um, and I say that, and I have his Celtics jersey. I'm never going to wear it. It's, always, it's just going to sit in a box and I'll never be touched. Um, I have a pair of his basketball shoes that are, honestly, I will have to say, one of the best basketball shoes I've ever worn. They're very, very comfortable. He did a very good job making them. As a human being, the man has something up in his head loose. To a degree. And anyone could say whatever they want. I don't care if you hate my opinion on it. You don't like my opinion. Do not care. Called my opinion, not yours. Right. (laughs) Um, I just think the whole situation got worse and worse as everything progressed. You know, I agree with the Nets suspending him and giving him a list of six things, right? It was a list Mm -hmm. of six things he had to do. Mm -hmm. Not hard items to do. It was have conversations with people. Donate money. Do the right thing. Come back and basically say, hey, I messed up. I apologize for what I said, how I said it, and me not backing down. Right. That's all he had to do. 
I hated the fact that there's other NBA players that came out and were like, well, what he has to go through is too much. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding that you have the audacity to say that him having to go talk to Jewish leaders, to Adam Silver, to other people to understand what he did was wrong and what he said was wrong is too much? Then what the hell's wrong with you? I think that's what my biggest gripe now is. Like, I don't like Kyrie. I will boo him profusely mm-hmm. in 10 days. Right. And I'll probably lose my voice doing it. <laughs> we'll have it on video. I can't wait. We will, there will be video of me doing that. Um, you should ask for his jersey at the end of that game to see if he gives it to you. <laughs> and just, like, have a, have a lighter with me. <laughs> no lighter, please. Thank you. <laughs> it can't go into the stadium. No, that is true. They were Kev wants to go back to that. He wants to go back to that stadium every now and then. Mary, like, I, I do too. It's a, I've been to Barclays. It's beautiful. But that's my opinion. Yeah, I, I will say Barclays is a great venue for basketball. Yeah, great and I love the fact when you walk in, there, just, you can yeah. see the practice courts downstairs. I, mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's the coolest thing. But yes, that's my opinion. I think he should have been suspended longer, truly. But he served eight games. Mm-hmm. He's back. He came out. He apologized. Right. All right. He did the right thing. Let's move on. Okay. Right. But at the same time, don't forget what he did. Right. We can't just say it's water on the bridge. We're rainbows and sunflowers and all that sunshine kind of stuff. Because right. it's not. He still needs to remember the consequences that he had you, for you, what he used, for the wording something. and the stuff he used. So you want to know something. So me and my brother have gone back and forth. This and my wife is sitting over here. She, she's probably getting real sage. I've heard taught her to talk about this like for like two weeks already. She's um, like probably going to take her shoe off and smack you upside the head or something. No, no, no. She she owes, she uh, she she loves me. She wouldn't do that to me. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I. You know, as I told my brother, I said, listen, he may have key valid points to some of the stuff that he was trying to say. I don't know. Again, I looked at I looked at some of it. Honestly, to me, I am not one of those people. And can't be the first one to tell you. I'm not one of those people. I am not. I don't look at stuff like that. I'm very I'm very um, gray area type of deal because everybody has a different point or a different view of things going on in their life. So. You know, Mare's view may be different from mine. You know, Kez may be the same as mine. I, I don't I don't know. I can't really care about that. I could just take it in, understand it, and then maybe look at the broad scope, look at the bigger scope of things. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way I am. That's the way I personally I am. But, you know, I think the biggest thing for all the stuff that happened is because it's a continually a continual pattern that he's had since he's been in the league. And I'm not going to say since he was in Cleveland and, and with Boston, because I think those things were me things. Those were things that that were his things that he did for himself that made him look bad, not for the team. Right. It came to Brooklyn. It became everything was about him and the team. And then he made it about him and the team when these things happened. So now the team is discussing the things about what's happening, not why Kyrie is doing it. And I think to the point they just got to, they got fed up because 
they weren't winning. You weren't winning. He wasn't playing. You weren't doing your job. And if you really take it down to like the, 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 the common denominator of everything, right? It's been, you haven't been at work. That's been the thing. And it hasn't. And that's really hard for some, for, for people to understand. And I think everybody's sitting there going, Oh, but it's cause he's the, the list was too long. Like you said, you know, Jalen Brown was saying the list was too bad. He should have never, hey, listen, I'm not sitting at the saying that the list didn't have validity. Yeah. Some of the things on the list, seems like there's a little bit a stretch, but again, if this is not the first, second, or third time, or fourth time they've had to deal with them on some other stuff, then right, then he has to he has to now understand and learn that you can't do these things for that's going to affect the team because you're supposed to be part of the team. You already mean cog in this team. You and KD came in to be a big part of this team. I can't have you doing this because you are the face of my team. Right. So. Yes. Do I think the list might have been a little bit stretched? Yeah, but again, if you're telling me that you need to do these things for you to understand that you're a part of a team and there may be things that you maybe have to sacrifice for the team, maybe this is the way for you to, for you to learn. Uh, I don't hate the gay by I don't hate him by any stretch, but at the same time, I think he needs to grow up because you're getting paid multi-million dollars to play a game that most of us would gladly, like we said on this podcast, gladly sit on the bench and get paid $2 million to go play, right? I'd look really good at sitting on the end of a bench. I'm just saying. Just saying. I would look great. Listen, their scheme is black and white. I mean, I could fit anything on a black and white scheme. I mean, hey. So, you know, I, I mean, so to 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 be to that, to get to that point, you know, to get to that point where they're telling you, listen, and then on top of it, when you did have the chance to get a contract, nobody else wanted you, and you had to come back to the Nets. Nobody wanted you. you had to come back to the Nets and opt in on your deal because mm. nobody else wanted you. So now, what does that say about you? And now we're giving you a chance to write yourself, and maybe we'll give you some money or sign you a long-term deal, and now you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to just do the right thing. And, and all anybody was asking was, "Yo, listen, when you come, when you come after putting this on there, and you knew that maybe you came across the wrong way, maybe you just need to say it a little bit differently, or maybe you just need to apologize." You know. And eventually he did, but it was like a week after the fact. It can't be the week after the fact. I'm asking you now because it's just bad timing. You have the Kanye thing and now you. Like, it's just bad timing, dude. Like, you you shouldn't have done it then. If you were going to do it, you know, wait a couple weeks after Kanye's thing dies down, then you can post whatever you're going to post and then we'll find a way to work around it. Didn't do that. So, and you took a week to figure out to say, you know, how you say it, how you, you know, how you apologize. It's just tough. Yeah, like listen, me and Kev worked at a job where you're a pit. You can you have an opinion about some stuff, but for the sake of the company, you have to go. Yeah, okay, keep it to yourself. You know, keep it to yourself. Yep, man, all been so. there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, I think it's like with him. You know, it was number one. Like I said it on the previous podcast, like the whole thing was just entirely 
handled poorly in every single direction, you know? So, like, with everything being done, you know, Kyrie served his suspension. I think from now on, I think it's just time, like you mentioned, Cyrus, it's time to go back to work. Time to do what you're getting paid for, play the game, and, you know, you know, I hate, I don't want to say he should try to move on because I don't think it's going to be, it's going to be hard for him to move on. And I think this whole lasting impact that Kyrie did this past year or the last several couple years, mm. you know, he, he's got, he needs to do a lot to like save his name. In my opinion, like he's, he's soured a lot. He's put a lot of sour taste in a lot of people's mouth. And, and now and I no, think- and no people just to say this, we're not saying for him to just shut up and dribble. We're saying, just, just to just to say, as Kev is saying, we want you to come out and play basketball. If you have some other agendas that you want to talk about, please do them in the right form so that yes, you can thank you, you can voice your opinion. And yes. when when questioned about whatever you post or whatever you say, because you are a social media person now, like anyone else, right. and you are a f- public figure. <laughs> Have the audacity to have the conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to do. That's yeah. it. That we're not Absolutely. saying that he needs to do anything, but really be a human being. Right. And be understanding mm-hmm. that there's going to be consequences and questions asked of you. Um, but with that, let's jump off of him. Kevin, I want to talk about your jersey because that looks amazing. Oh yeah, that's absolutely. the best. That's the best so, good jersey in the world. I had yeah, another man. outfit planned for our wrestling episode, but because our wrestling episode is just going to be postponed a little bit, most we're going to have like a cut off like shirt and like <laughs> bandanas and stuff. Like I want to see that kind of side of Kevin wrestling. Actually, episode. I have a, I have a, when we do our when we do do the wrestling episode, I have a surprise, but I'm not going to tell you right now. All right, that's okay. But so. I had another, like I said, I had another outfit planned, but, you know, since Cyrus is the only one on, I wore this for him. He's a 49ers fan. One of the GOATs, I would personally say maybe top, top three wide receivers ever, Jerry Rice. I would tell you, I would say he's number one. Um, The only other guys that would probably come near him. Right think- now, right now would be right now would be Steve Largent and um Steve Largent and uh and um Randy Moss. Chris Chris yeah. Carter is definitely up to the w- top five, but I would almost say Terrell Owens and Randy Moss are pretty close there too. That's that that's that's who, in my opinion, like the top three is between those three: Tio, I, I would, Randy, and Jerry. I would. They all were. They all just changed the the way you played wide receiver and the way you had to guard a wide receiver I, I'm, right and i i agree that terrell should, i i mean honestly i i think terrell is a top five receiver the only thing i think that really stunt that really takes it away is that he's never won a championship or been on the championship team he was on the eagles that one year yeah but again at, at that <laughs> point he but again he got there he did everything and then he he imploded himself again and it's again, it's nothing against his talent. It's just talent at some point in time. Your 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 attitude outweighs your 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 talent at some point in time. Cause you, you, just like you said, Mary, you have to be humble sometimes mm-hmm. to take 
to take what's going on. You, you sometimes you just got to be humble. There's no, you know, you just got to be humble. Listen, I, I I don't think. Listen, I think Don McNabb just had as much as to go with with the To situation as as To did. But at some point in time, you got to be humble, right? You wanted your money. You, you signed a bad contract, and yes, should have Don McNabb should have backed you up, but like he did Brian Westbrook and going to the office and say, give you, give you, pay you just like Westbrook. Yes. Should he have not been like, I really, really don't need him here in order to accomplish our goal? No. But as everybody can see, Don McNabb is not paying for all those things that he's saying now because now nobody really, other than Philly, you know, other places he went, nobody really, you know, liked him as a quarterback. He was okay as a quarterback. They were saying he was a decent guy. He just, doesn't really fit what we want to do. And they moved on from him. So, you know. But yes, that was my jersey this week, guys. And also, nice. real quick, I we needed to go ahead. That is the 75, 75 pass. pass. Yes. I like so that. I remember when this came out, I was like, I need it with that 75 patch because I have to be difficult like that and be different. So you got it. Never got it. I'm excited. Jersey just fits right on the top. I just got to make sure I keep my body like this. So what size it, is that, Kevin? fit. This is size. a large. This is a large. I mean, I look like if you know, show my muscles a little bit. Trying. I can fit a large. I, I think a large. I think a large. I was gonna. I was gonna try to do an extra large one of those jerseys, but I, I got a. I got a, a, the, the game jersey. The, so the three types. Was it four types now, Kev? So there's the four. game. There's the. Uh, replica. Then there's the legend, the limited, and then the authentic. So this is the limited as it's stitched. And of course, that's what I like to always get the stitched ones. But if I need to get the replica ones, I will because of course they're cheaper. And you guys know how extensive my jersey collection is, right. in which I did add a couple more. So I'm still waiting that for in- the video. Still waiting for the video. <laughs> Don't worry. It will happen. Whenever I have some time off, I will do it. Hey, hey Merritt, I feel as if, if Kev was to ever move out of his house and decided to go move to a place, he would just have to have a room just for his jerseys and oh. sneakers alone. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. That's, he's the already, plan. that's already planned. Yeah. it's yeah. I need I need a showroom of like the jerseys and all of my shoes. And then if, if I have somehow get a significant other, that will... Well, maybe split it 64. But you know what, though, Kevin, you have to get rid of all the shoe boxes and put them into actual like displays. I know everybody says that, but like I am such a traditionalist that like I I keep I'm it doesn't big look on everything. Good. It does I, not. Honestly, honestly, Kev, you have to you do have to get rid of boxes. I tell you, you why. have to get rid of them. I, I actually I actually had the same situation. One of the boxes literally it just Collapse a while, yeah, it just collapsed. It's just really tough. But what I'm going to say is, if you do go with a display case, you got to make sure you get ones that are actually, that actually sealed them up tight because that oxidation does wear on the sneaker. Mm. I have, I did have that happen once or twice. I I appreciate all of the advice you guys are. All great. the concerns about your sneakers. Yes, Merritt, your hat today. So this is the hat I wore last week, but I That's was I uh, vomiting. You were dying. <laughs> um, so I didn't get to talk about it. Um, 
But Digicamo. I know I love the Digicamo. West Virginia had I got it when I was down in Morgantown a couple weeks ago. I was like, could always go for a new hat. Um mm-hmm. and I did. Got a nice new West Virginia hat here. Um it hasn't brought him luck except for winning that Oklahoma game. Hey. Otherwise, you know, we'll see what happens uh this weekend against OK State. Kevin and I might be dropping on a, a podcast real fast at some point that afternoon. Um, or that evening. Yeah, it, yeah it's, to, it seems very likely. There's a very strong uh, opportunity of that happening for sure. But that's all I've got. I don't want to keep rambling because it's <laughs> like 9 o'clock at night. And I actually do need to get up. Yeah, you got to watch your the, I, the football game. I know. I just texted my buddy to make sure, like, to confirm yet again, I'm going over. Mm-hmm. Did he answer mm-hmm. you? <laughs> yeah, he, he hearted it. He hearted the message. All right. Well, he he better be up if he's uh, he not up. I want to see if he wants upset. breakfast. There you go. Breakfast. Is anything going to be open at that t- damn time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a, no, <laughs> there's a place on the way to the gym called, and I'm going to shout them out, Bread Palace. Um, so anyone that lives in Long Island or New York that lives near here, um, should know who they are. They are open at like 4 a.m. Wow, bro, so they, nice. I drive by there and it's open. I'm going, you gotta be shit, me. Like, there's no way your eyes open. Yep. Open. They do donuts, pastries, regular breakfast sandwiches, regular breakfast. In the morning, though, uh, there's called people called construction workers, Cyrus, that wake up really early to go right, to work. Well, uh, listen, other than construction workers, that's their you? main clientele. Really? Yeah. Wow. And my wife. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to you, Ash. Oh, that, was uh, that was good. That was good. That was good. I like that. Oh my God. All right, Kevin, did we miss anything? Anything you'd like <laughs> to add on? Throw in there. Oh, uh, you didn't let us know how did your fantasy teams do this week? I went three and oh. Wow, nice. No, and the best You're part, on a roll right now. Yeah, the best, you. the best part. The league that I'm like doing the worst in, I played it, the kid who is crushing it. He's 10 and 0. Going to the final, uh, into Monday night's game. I'm like, oh God. He could technically win. I'm beating by like 35 points. I go, yeah, he could actually come back and win this. DeAndre Hopkins and James Conner have a good game. I could definitely lose. Mm-hmm. Neither had that good of a game. I still won by 11. Oh my god, it's amazing! Those are I always was the so best. pumped. I was like, "I'm the worst team in this league, and I just beat you!" <laughs> oh my god, how would you? That is that? the worst feeling being on the other end. Um, I was two and one. Oh, that's good. Uh, I am. There is one league that I am starting to fall behind of being in the playoffs. So I, it is very crucial to me to win the waiver wire this week so I can get some better players. Uh, one of my teams, I lost Cooper Cup since he's on the IR. So, well, two of my teams, but at least the one team I have, I still have, uh, I have Jamar Chase and Marquise Brown waiting in the wings to finally recover. Oh, Jamar Chase with, is questionable now. He moving him. Yes. Bye. Along with um, 
I have a Thielen from Minnesota and Lockett from Seattle. So some sort of rotation there hopefully helps. But uh yeah, that I two of my leagues, those two that I'm that I won last week, I've been consistent. I'm like t- one of the top seeds in the playoffs. So just gonna ride that wave as long as I can. And yeah, fantasy I, I, basketball is where yeah. lost two in a row, one two week two weeks in a row. I forgot so, to have fantasy basketball. <laughs> so uh shout out to Noel. It's the league that I have that he that I'm we're in together. Um the league that took five years to draft. Five days to draft. <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> but we're out here, we're drafted. My team is killing it right now. So like I just need to make sure like I get ahead of the game and like they are um and I get a good lead and then I pretty much just win the week. So but yeah, that's my fantasy update this week. Yeah, I lost mine. I lost my one my I lost my I'm on the one league and I lost the one game. But I, it, you know what it is, man. The one thing about fantasy that I, I'm truly starting to find out that I hate is that every week I'm sitting there. I got a D. I got a team that averages about 125 to 130, right? Yeah. I, I'm not saying I have like a team that's going to like blow you away every single week. But I'm like, I got a team that's going to keep me in there. Or I'm probably going to win by 10 to 15 points, right? For mm-hmm. God's sakes, I get everybody has their has their freaking game of career, the week ca- against you career day i'm like you that's the worst i was like oh dude and like in this in, in in this league there are a bunch of guys that i'm not saying that they don't know how to draft but the, they don't understand the, the the how like they don't understand like when i'm when you're drafting and you're drafting you don't draft you don't draft a homer player right you draft a guy that just go, is going to do better for you and then at towards the end of the draft, then you start drafting. All right, well, if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm going to take, you know, I don't know. I, I'm going to take uh I'm going to take uh um Pascal or whatever the guy's name is, or whatever, whoever, you know, whatever that the Homer guy that really, you know, he plays a little bit, but he really doesn't do a lot. You're gonna take the couple, you know, take him in the draft at the end, towards the end, something like that. Hey, These I wanted the- to I wanted to take um little Jordan Humphrey from the Patriots, but he didn't even make the practice squad. So uh, it was a good idea not to take him. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I hate that. Yeah. So I, I lost this week. I mean, the guy wouldn't have had like a career day. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. This guy goes off like he had like four touchdowns. As a matter of fact, I tell you, it's I'll look and I'll tell you exactly what player it is. And you'll laugh, you'll laugh. Oh, is it tell me it's Samaj P. Ryan? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that. That would have been crazy, though. That would have felt really bad if he like went off on you. That's messed up. I know, right? <laughs> um, Tony Pollard. Oh. I I love Tony Pollard. I have him on my fantasy team. Straight up, the best pick I've ever had. He he, aver- he averages anywhere from 10 to 15 points, as 10, 10, 15 points a game, which I get, right? Because he doesn't really get. this week he went off for 40. It's <laughs> like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, that was great. He was on my team that helped me beat the 10 no guy. So, yeah. I like oh, that. my God. That's so on two crazy. Mar- on two separate occasions, they let him walk into the end zone. Untouched. 60 yards. I'm like you. Well, also just remember, for some odd reason, the Vikings just decided to not show up that day. So, like, hey, hey, I want them crazy. to do the exact same thing on Thursday night. <laughs> oh my golly! I need the Patriots to win because 
we beat the crap out of the Jets on and not even crap. It was such a horrible game to watch. But like the punt return was amazing. And the Jets only averaging 2.77 inches per play in the second half. Mm-hmm. Just makes me laugh. Oh like, my how, goodness. How? That's a tale for another time. That kid needs to go. He's done. He's it's <laughs> I, honestly I'll say this real quick to make it go. I don't think it's truly him. Because if you look at LaFleur, that's the offensive coordinator for the Jets, and LaFleur, who's the head coach for the Packers, they both have been crap cast the last the last two years. So I don't know if it's just because they don't when they don't oh, have... it's, it's definitely him because LaFleur was his offensive coordinator, I'm pretty sure, at BYU. Oh, he was? I'm I'm pretty sure either him or the or the quarterback coach was with him at BYU. That's bad. So yeah. He uh he ain't the answer, Jets fans. So good luck finding a new one. Another another quarterback. I mean, it's like one every year for the Jets. Hey, you it's know what? Crazy. Whatever they could head Justin Fields. <laughs> who's, who's their backup? Uh, Flacco. I think it, no, Flacco's on IR, so he's out. Oh, uh, it's uh no, White, the kid White. Yes, White. White. Yeah, White. Um, Salah did not say yes or no to him starting. This week, I think his name is. I think it's Mike White. Mike, Mike White. White. Yeah, yeah. Mike White. Yeah. Oh, my he's God. actually pretty good. I liked watching him last yeah, year he... play. He's good. Oh All right, God. Kevin, get us out of here because this I'll episode actually was like two hours. Hey, I knew it was going to happen. That's why I was like, let's just like not write anything, you know. All right. That's what so, outro time, team. Um, you know, first off, just want to wish everybody. That is listening and watching a happy Thanksgiving. It will probably be past Thanksgiving by the time this episode may come out. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy and have a safe weekend. Eat all this turkey and stuffing that you can. Yes. Eat all the foods. It's okay. Your diet may stop for one day. It's good. So if you want to listen to us, we're on the streaming platforms. We got Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We are on Google Play. We are on Amazon. Feel free to watch us if you want to see our faces at our YouTube at the Manly Musings Podcast. Make sure you follow Merritt at his Instagram at Merritt underscore P. Follow Cyrus at his Twitter. Cyrus, present us your Twitter. At CKJ1408. CKJ1408. Hell of a name. Follow me at my Instagram at kquaver 624 uh, follow the podcast Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod. And that's all I got today. Bye, y'all. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs>